right, Isaiah 43. Let me give you the heartbeat, kids and adults. Let me give you the heartbeat. Uh, it starts in verse 18 and 19 of Isaiah 43. It says, but forget all of that. It is nothing compared to what I'm going to do. For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? All right, this is where we get the series title. Do you not see it? I dropped the not, so do you see it? Because I believe God is speaking to us, and he's, he wants to show us something. So this is what the series is all about. Um, I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers uh, in the dry wasteland. Now, this is a pretty popular scripture that's used uh, uh, quite often, especially around New Year's time. But uh, I want you to see that he's speaking to Israel. If you read the whole chapter, uh, in fact, I've had some time meditating about all Isaiah 43. He's speaking to Israel. He's really speaking to uh, his followers. And, and by the way, if you've committed your life, if you've been giving your life to Jesus, you've been baptized and you're following Christ, we're all grafted into this godly family, all right? We're all grafted into Israel. So God is saying, look, there's something new coming. You know, we all have kids and adults. Sometimes we like to look back and we like to look back at what God's done. We like to look back, you know, back 10 years ago, I was a spiritual giant. You know, we say things like that or we, we kind of anchor in on the past. It would be like this. If it, living for Jesus through the past would look like this. How many of you guys had a great Christmas, kids, opened some presents and were like, wow, that was awesome. How many of you had no idea what was in those presents? How many? No idea. How many of you cheated and you knew? Oh, <laughs> well, we got another message for you right after this, all right? But for those of you that didn't know, right? It was exciting. You ripped it open and you told everybody. You told grandma, you told grandpa, you told your friends, you, you tweeted it, you texted it, you Instagrammed it, you did whatever you did, Snapchat it, you, do, you did all that stuff. You told the world. You were so excited, so ecstatic about your gifts. What if every year you opened the same gift? I mean, just did the same thing. Just next year, did what you did last year. Did what, would that be fun? No, right? We want, it, we want and this is, this is what God's saying. Look, God is always going to do amazing things in our life. There's nothing wrong with looking back and remembering, but we can't live in the past. We can't live in the past. We can't live back 10 years ago. We can't live our lives looking backwards. And God is saying, look, I have new things ahead of you. And this is what this whole series is about, is look, do you see it? Do you see what I have? And I promise you this, you don't see it with your own eyes, with your own mind, with your own understanding, you need God to help you. Because God sees 2020 already. We're sitting here in the last Sunday of 2019, uh, and I love this about this church. Every year we fast, the beginning of the year, we ask God, you know, what do you want to do? We're looking to your, your heart. We're looking to your understanding. Uh, and, and I would love to hear. In fact, you can, you can email me at amen at westridge.cc. I'd love to hear the things that you prayed for last year, a year ago, that God has answered through 2019. Because that's why we fast. We look to God. That's why we pray. We look to God and say, God, what are you doing? I want to, this is, it's the first of the year. Everything about God, you're first in everything, including our years and our decades. So God, what do you see? Help me see it. Because I know you already see. You, you've seen me from before I was born. You knew my plan. You knew my destiny from before I was even knit together. So God, what do you see? And so this is what this series is all about. What is God speaking to you? Uh, it doesn't matter if you're this tall or you're this tall. Amen. God has something for each one of us. He's speaking into every one of us. And so that's the series. In fact, today I want to talk about uh, the title of the message is Old School and New School. How many old schoolers we have out there? New schoolers. How many old schoolers are in here? You're like, yeah, they're old. They're old, right? We know. We know. Right? 
so today I want to show you, I want to have some fun with you. Uh, do you see it? You know, there's, uh, there's really a lot of great things we could look back on, but I just picked three. I got some pictures of three of them. Let's start with computers. This is old school. That's actually an iMac from way back. And I want to tell you something. How many of you guys had one of these? You could get the back in different colors, you know. It was terrible, awful. Even when it was new, it was bad. Apple just did not do a good job back then. But they tried, right? And you guys remember AOL, you got mail. That was all old school, old school, old school. All right, so now new school, the new iMacs look like this. iMac Pro, that's awesome. It works great. It's, a, it's an amazing machine. In fact, we got some of them in the back back there. That, everything's running off iMacs back there. It's pretty powerful and amazing. Everything you see on the screens, everything you see video-wise, all run through computers. It's amazing uh, what they've done and how they've progressed, and I love that. Here's, an, here's another one. Let's look at, let's look at uh, phones. Old school. <laughs> old school. Yeah. You old schoolers are like, yeah, that's my jam. I like that. You, you, you new school people are like, what is that? What is that? So here's the new school phone. Maybe you got one of these for Christmas, the iPhone 11 Pro Max, right? Good stuff, right? That's the new school. And it's, it's just crazy the difference between those two pieces of technology. It's good. Here's another one. Let's look at, uh, so we've got computers, we've got phones. Let's look at gaming systems. Kids, you got some gaming? Who got a gaming system for Christmas? All right, here's the old school right here. Did you get one of these? Uh, be thankful. You'd be, I know, I, all this old school. Atari 2600. Awesome. Awesome. Old schoolers, what's the best game for the Atari? What Pong, right? A square and a ball moving. Awesome. Awesome, right? Pitfall rocks, right? That was like, that was like the Zelda of, of back then, right? That was, that was cool. All right, so here we go. PS4, new school. How many got a PS4? You got it? You did. I'm coming over to your house. I'm coming over to your house. But look at this. Hey, look at this. Look at this. Our controller had one button. And a thing that you just, you broke all the time. You snapped that thing right off. Look at your controller. It's got like 10 buttons. Like you're playing with everything. It's jittering, it's shaking, it's making noises. Crazy. Us old schoolers, we have a hard time. Maybe you're a cool, cool old schooler and you can do those things. But I mean, there's Z, Y, X, A, B, D, C. I mean, there's a lot of crazy buttons on there and a pad. I mean, you're using every body part to, to get moving today. <laughs> old school, new school. All right. Now, I thought I'd have fun, but I need, I need an older kid, all right, an older kid, somebody that's maybe, you know, fifth grade, maybe even in middle school, someone that was, is willing to volunteer, volunteer, who, 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 come on, put your hand up, hi, hi, I need a kid, all right, Dale, come on up here, that's Venene, that's Vanessa, now, you don't get embarrassed easy, come on up here, come on up here, all right, and we're going to do some old school, new school. All right, but we're going to do old school because you know the new school. Like if I gave you my phone right now and said, call Walmart, what would you do? Call Walmart. How? Like search up the number. You search up the number, right? It'd take you seconds, right? Just Siri, call Walmart, Summit Park, boom, you're done, right? You could do that. How about, how about this? You ever seen this before? Yeah. <laughs> you know what this is? It's a phone book. It's a phone book? You guys remember these? Chromebook, yeah? How many of you guys still have these? That's all right. Raise it proudly. Yes. Yes. I actually had one of these uh, for the message. I kept it. They just dropped off last week. I put it there for the message, and 
Uh, I tell them, whenever you see this, just throw them away. So they did that. So I had to go to one of your old school houses and get one of these. So, uh, so this is a phone book. Do you know how to use this? You do? So if I said, if I said find Walmart and call, and I don't want Walmart like downtown, I want Summer Park Drive. So, so you got to find Walmart, Summer Park Drive. Could you find the number? Mm. Let's try it. You know the alphabet? Yeah. You'll do well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's find it. Let's go. All right. Now this is really advanced. Like the yellow section is the advanced section. That's like... Yeah. All right. So there we go. Hey, you're doing pretty good. First service, it didn't go as well. All right. Let's find. Oh. Well, you're regressing. <laughs> Windows. All right. Let me give you a hint. The yellow section is like, uh, it's like categories. So if I want to buy Windows, I'd go to Windows and I look at all the companies that have Windows. All right. That's the yellow section. The white section is the alphabetical listing. All right? So yellow section, categories, white section, alphabetical list of all the different places. So my wisdom would be, go to the white section. (laughs) And go in, there you go, there you go. Oh, yes, you're going, you're good. T, you're almost there. All right, T, U, V, W. All right, here we go. Now, now we got to find Walmart. So W, how do you spell it? All right, here we go. Walmart. Which one's that one? Pittsburgh. Summit Park Drive. There it is. You did it. High five. All right. That's one. Now, little little cheat. I circled it for her just to help her. So, there it is. That's the number. So now, how would you call on that thing? I want you to call them and ask for a fluffer nothing. <laughs> How would you call? All right. Four. Wow. You're doing pretty good. Except there's one problem. You got to pick it up. Try again. There we go. All right. Four. One. Two. You're doing much better than first service. Eight. Now, if you mess up, what do you do? Yeah, just put that down. Pipe back down. Because if it's long distance, you have to dial one. Yeah, put that down. You pick up. One, four. Because that's Pittsburgh over there. We're, we're Coriopolis or something. There we go. You got it. Keep going. Can you believe we live like this? This is ridiculous. It takes forever. You got it. That's it. No, I didn't connect it because, yeah. Last week, Micah called Bob, and we didn't know. I didn't want to do that again. So Bob, Bob was getting a lot of calls. Congrats. Good job. That was an awesome job. There we go. But, hey, Vanessa, you know how you make this mobile? You know how you make this mobile? You know how, like, you carry your phone in your pocket? You know how you do that with these? You put a very long cord all the way back there. All the way back here. That's how you make it mobile, right? That's how you do that. All right. <laughs> Old school. New, how many of you guys, you know, today we don't, we don't even, uh, your phone service probably won't take this. You know, they won't do analog. Uh, so, some of them do. Like I have an old school analog line here, so we were able to do it. But, um, but use these now for what? 
Decoration, right? That's right. It's like decoration. You put it in a booth, and the kids are like, why you got a booth with a phone in it? So that's awesome. All right, well, if anybody needs a rotary phone, let me know after service. I'd be happy to give it to you. It's the newest, newest edition. All right, uh, we're new school, old school. You know, listen, kids, we live in the world today, and adults, we, we live in a world today where, as people, we're, we're evolving, right? We don't know everything, so we're constantly growing. So that's why uh, the funny thing is, is uh, the phones that you have today, like that was us not too long ago, and now we fast forward to 2019, and that is archaic. Now, so the funny thing is, is what you're using today, when you, when you get about 30 or 40 years from now, you're going to be doing this with this device. What you know today is going to change tomorrow, isn't it? So I don't know what's going to be from 40 years from now, but you're going to look at this and go, you're going to give it to a kid and you go, how do you use this thing? You're like, this is archaic. I don't know. And that's what's amazing about technology. That's what's amazing about us as human beings. Is, and the neat thing is, is, you know, the new school stuff, it's, it's great. It helps you. It's more efficient. I know there's pros and cons both ways, but it does help us save time, right? It's a lot quicker to dial on the phone today or to tell Siri, call this number, or that, you know, we don't know phone numbers anymore, you know, at all. I mean, Maybe you do. I, I'm, I'm really good with digits. and I used to, like, 10 digits was easy for me to remember. Like, even today, I know my old house phone, and I know my, because you had to actually punch in all 10 digits, right? And yet, so today, you, you just call mom, call dad. We don't, the phone numbers are, are difficult for us today. Um, but that's, you know, there's pros and cons. Of tech, but the cool thing is it's always evolving. Like, there's new school. It's there to help you. It's there to make things more efficient. It's there to make things easier. And I love that. But today, I want to talk about something that, uh, that maybe goes outside of understanding of, of our minds and our thoughts because we'll constantly evolve. We'll constantly be trying to find new things or make, uh, make this even better, and we'll have newer versions, right? We're, we're up to 11. Uh, I have the original iPhone 2G. Awesome. Doesn't work. You can't use it anymore. Uh, but you know, now we're up to 5G, and it just keeps counting. You know, by the time you're 30 or 40, you'll be, uh, I don't know, you'll be in Z. You know, you'll be iPhone whatever. We'll be a, a different technology, we'll be a different space, but we're always evolving and growing. But there's, there's principles that you're going to find right here in the scriptures that are pretty amazing. In fact, I want to talk about heaven school. You know, old school, new school, that's us. That's, that's humanity. But when it comes to principles that you find in the Bible, the great thing about God is, is whatever, <clears throat> whatever he makes, there's no like version two or version three. What he says goes. There's no, the sun isn't changing and transforming. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it may be hotter or cooler depending on, but there's no version two of the sun. The earth, the trees, everything God made, the fish, the, the birds, us. He made it and it's been that way ever since. And so today I want to talk about two principles and, and this may be, you know, for kids, this may be a little bit, Maybe this is new. Maybe you've heard this before. Maybe you haven't. I want to talk about two principles that will never change, but they're extremely, extremely helpful, and it will be a blessing if you begin to understand them. And it doesn't matter if you're a kid or adult. You can apply these anywhere in your life, and it's so important that we do apply these. I want to talk about fasting and praying. Fasting and praying. Now, uh, again, there's no old-school fasting and old-school praying, and new school fasting, new school praying. Now, there's you know, different methods, different ways. I get that. But the whole idea of fasting and praying that God designed and God made is the same. The principle of fasting and praying is the same. All right? So I want to talk about fasting. Kids, what is fasting? Give me, the kids, do you know what a fasting is? Tell me what fasting is. Anybody? I want to embarrass you. Just 
Raise your hand up there. Let me know. What's fasting? Yeah. You don't eat. That's right. That's what fasting is. It's when you, when, you, uh, when you give up food or you give up food for a time or you give up certain foods. There's different kinds of fast. And so, but the reason why you do it, it's not so much the food. It's not so much what you're giving up. It's the reason. It's the truth. It's the principle of why you're doing it. And so today, that's what I'm going to read. But I want to encourage you, whether you're, you're a kid or adult, it's so important. Isaiah chapter 58, verses uh, 6 through 9, or yes, verses 6 through 9 say this, or 8 and 9. No, 6 through 9, sorry. Isaiah 58, 6 through 9. Now, in the International Children's Bible, I'm reading this because it's really simply written, uh, but it's easy to understand, so you understand it. But it said, the very first line says, I'll tell you the kind of special day I want, okay? The special day that God's talking about is I want to tell you the fasting, the season of fasting that I want. And this is God speaking. I want you to free the people you put in prison unfairly. So if anyone was put in prison and it's not fair, that's what God, this is what God's saying. I want to I free those people. Undo their chains. Free those to whom you are unfair. Free them from their hard labor. I want you to share your food with hungry people. I want you to bring poor, homeless people into your homes. When you, don't, when you see someone who has no clothes, give them yours. Don't refuse to help your own relatives. If you do these things, your light will shine like the dawn. Then your wounds will quick, quickly heal. Your God will walk before you, and the glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. Then you will call to the Lord, and the Lord will answer you. You will cry out to the Lord, and he will say, here I am. This is about fasting. In fact, if you, uh, listen kids, this is, what, this is what it says in the Bible. There were some people right before this, I didn't read the whole chapter, but there's some people right before this that were saying, hey, look at me, I'm fasting. Do you not hear me? Do you not care? They were fasting just to fast. So uh, they were just doing it to do it, right? They were just because that's what you're supposed to do. That's why they were doing it. And God was correcting them and saying, that's not what I've called you to do. I haven't called you just to fast, just to fast, just because you want to look good. Right? God says, here's the kind of fasting that I want you to do. I'll tell you when to fast. I'll help you know when to fast. And so, kids, I just want to preface this by this. Anytime that you feel like God is telling you to fast, I want you to talk to your parents, because I believe they should, they're your authority. You should be talking to them about it. A, uh, because uh, this is maybe new for you. Maybe you've never done this before. And I don't want you to fast. As a church, we fast every first of the year. Uh, so we're going to start our fast January 5th. That's the very first Sunday in January. And then, uh, you know, whatever time, amount of time is up to you and God. I, you know, I, I'm going to fast all the way through Vision Day, which is the 19th. Um, but you can fast whatever time God gives you or whatever God tells you to fast. That's between you and God. But kids, you know, if you feel like God wants you to fast, I want you to talk through it with your parents. I want you to ask them. In fact, I've got some resources for all of you out in the lobby if you've never fasted before. Uh, many adults, how many of you guys have never fasted before as an adult? It's okay it's, if you haven't. All right, so if you haven't, look, I would encourage you, pray, ask God, see what he's saying to you. But there's, there's a couple resources. So this first card is about fasting. It tells you about fasting, what the, the truth of fasting is, what I just read out of Isaiah. It gives you a lot more other scriptures as well, Old Testament, New Testament, they're in there. Uh, and it tells you what, different types of fasting, right? There's complete fast, selective fast, partial fast, which means complete fast would be all food. Selective fast would be like, um, uh, veg like I'm doing a vegetable fast or something like that, a Daniel fast. Uh, a partial fast is, you know, maybe I'll, I'll fast on Fridays, like the, like the Jews do. They, they fast from Friday to Saturday, from sunup to sundown. Uh, kids, did you know this? You fast every day, actually, right? You go to bed, you sleep, 
you don't eat, and then you wake up and you break breakfast. You break the fast, right? Uh, so that's kind of like a partial fast. Is I'll, from um, Maybe I'll give up dinner or I'll give up lunch or something like that. But that, again, talk to your parents about that, especially if you, you know, health-wise, you can't do it or if you're very active, you need to make sure there's certain things. So talk to your parents about that. And then there's a soul fast. So for those of you that can't fast because you have health restrictions or there's things that you just can't not eat. My wife is one of those. She has to eat at a certain times every day. So, but maybe you want to fast something else that maybe takes a lot of your time. Maybe it distracts you from the Lord sometimes. Maybe it's technology. Maybe it would be uh, something like that. Maybe you want to fast, uh, you know, your, your social media, or you want to fast your phone, being, being off your phone. I'll tell you what, this is, this is a tough fast, saying I'm not going to get on a device for a couple days, a week, two weeks. I promise you this, the world will still be here. But, it, it, you know, but you don't realize how much time, I, I love the... Uh, uh, the, the app on here, it tells you how much screen time you have. You don't realize how much time you're on a device. And so the reason for fasting isn't that I'm doing it to do it. Or, uh, or let me just tell you this. We don't fast to get something. We're not fasting to say, Lord, uh, I'm fasting so you can give me this. That's not why you fast. In fact, that's why a lot of the people were, were fasting before, and that's why God corrected them. I'm fasting, do you not hear me? Because I'm asking you to do something and I want you to do something. And the Lord's saying, that's not, that's not what I've called you to. That's not the fast I've called you to. Fasting says, God, I'm, I wanna know your heart. I wanna know your perspective. We just read in Isaiah how God sees things that we don't see. He sees things that we don't see. He sees, he sees everything at one time. We don't see that way. And so it's to our benefit for us to, uh, to fast or to put something down and say, God, uh, I'm going, instead of whatever it may be, instead of eating this meal or instead of getting on my device or instead of what, whatever your fast is, whatever God's leading you to, instead of doing that, I'm going to take time to, to talk to you, to read your word, to worship, to pray. I'm going to take time to look to your heart. I'm, uh, here's what we're really saying. God, I'm stopping me from being me and I'm looking to you. And I want to hear what you have to say. And this is really what God is saying is the fast that I've called you to it's not me focused, it's God focused, it's his heart. I'm looking to you, I'm looking to understand. And we're going into a brand new year, 2020. This is why I love every year fasting the first of the year because God is first in everything. He's first in our relationship, he's first in our finances, he's first in our life, in our marriages, in our kids, in our family. Well, guess what? He can also be first in our time. First in our year, first in our decade. And by the way, God already sees 2020, the whole year. He sees the whole thing. And so it's an amazing opportunity for us to say, God, I'm opening my heart to you. What do you see? What are you showing me? What is it that I'm going to walk into this year? What are some things that, God, you can give me warning or you can give me understanding? Or, God, what are the things that you want me to, to step into to be faithful to? And so really this is a great opportunity to fast and say, God, I, I want to focus this time on what you're speaking to me, what you're showing me in your word, what I'm hearing through my prayer to you. You know, it's a great thing also in fasting to get around your spouse, to get around your family and say, hey, what's God saying to you? What are you hearing? What are you seeing? God's not a God of confusion. He's a God of clarity. And so fasting may be a great time of maybe you fast a meal. Maybe you fast dinner. What a great time to get around as a family and say, hey, what did God say to you today? What did you read in his word today? What do you hear God saying? And it's amazing to me. In fact, I would challenge you, encourage you to do this is, because uh, we do fast every year. In 2019, we did this. We, we, 
And if you fasted and you were asking God, uh, remember, now, now we're looking back. But last year this time, we were, we were asking God to show us what happened in 2019. Send to me, amen at westerns.c. Send to me those things that you were praying about in 2019 and how God answered. And how God revealed his heart to you. Because you were asking, you were fasting, you were saying, Lord, I just want your heart. Here's the other thing I love about fasting. It's really the greatest commandment and a principle, right? I'm dying, to, I'm putting myself down. You know, maybe let's just use food for instance. God, I'm, I'm gonna fast food. And so my fast is gonna be, I'm gonna fast all food from uh, January 1st to January 19th. So instead of eating, I'm gonna focus on what you're saying to me. And so, look, I'm not saying you have to do that. That's what I feel like the Lord's telling me to do. And I'm asking you, God, to show me your heartbeat. So the greatest commandment is what? Love God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. Love others as you love yourself, right? That's the greatest commandment. Here's what fasting does. God, I'm looking to your heart. And what did it say? And as you're looking to God and as you're listening to him, you're going to start to see things that you didn't see before, right? The homeless, someone without clothing, someone that's struggling, a relative, a relative that you need to help. You know what? For that whole year, you've been walking by that guy or that relative, and you've just been doing your thing. Not that it's bad, but I'm saying that fasting opens your, your heart and your mind to something that you didn't see before. It's crazy. I walk, you know, obviously I work here, so I'm here a lot. Uh, but you know, when you're new somewhere, if you, if you ever walked into, uh, let me use a restaurant analogy. How many of you guys like to eat out? When you go in, what's the first thing you do? You begin to look around, right? If the place is dirty and nasty, what are you doing? Sometimes those hole in the walls are pretty cool, but most of the time, I'm out, right? You look, you look, right? Even with a church, right? You're looking. What are the people doing? Are they loving? Are they caring? Are they, are they good? In your home, right? But when you live somewhere and you're there all the time, you kind of, it's not that you don't notice them or you never notice them, but it, it kind of fades away, doesn't it? You don't notice the things as if you're walking in for the first time. And this is what fasting does. As it just shifts your, your heart, it shifts your mind, it shifts what you see. And it just really helps you see as God sees. That's why I said it's like the greatest commandment, right? I love God. God, I'm looking to your heart. I'm looking to understand like you do. And then I want to see like you see. And yes, you are going to change me and transform me because you can't love others without loving yourself. But as you receive from God, it's, it's benefiting you. It's blessing you. And so now you can overflow and you can bless others. This is the great relationship we have with Jesus Christ. Anytime we engage, anytime we seek his heart, you're going to find him. Anytime you seek after the Lord, you will find him. The number one question I get as a pastor is, can I hear God? But yet we have a whole book, the living word of God, where God has spoken to people continuously. And everything you see God, Jesus Christ specifically say is that you can hear my voice. You can know me. You can pray to me. Ask in my name. It will be given to you. Look, everything about your relationship with God is about a relationship. You can talk and you can hear. Don't let yourself or the devil lie to you and say you can't hear from God. Yes, you can. Jesus died so you can have a relationship and so you can hear his voice. Fasting is that moment where we're God. We're looking to your heart. We want to understand. God, I want to, I want, look, I love technology. I love food. I love all these things. But God, it's, it, none of that's more important than you are. 
And so again, kids, maybe this is something you want to try. Maybe you feel like God's leading it to you. Look, talk to your parents. Parents, maybe this is something you want to try. Maybe you've never done this. Maybe you've never done this as a family. This is what I love about the family services. Now we can talk about what God is saying to us, right? We, we've all heard the same thing. So what did God say to you? What did God say to you? Look, talk about it. And please hear me. You don't have to fast because the church is fasting. Just talk to God about it. If he doesn't want you to fast, that's fine. I'm not any holier than you, and you're not any holier than me. If God says, no, I don't need you to fast, no, that's fine. But if he does want you to, I want you to obey and heed his voice. Because look at what he says. And let me uh, quickly uh, just talk through this. It says this in the end of this verse. So as you look to God, and as you begin to serve and love others, if you do these things, you'll shine like the dawn. Your wounds will heal quickly. This is God speaking. This is his principles. Your wounds, there's, there's a benefit to us that, that things, our wounds heal quicker. There's things that happen to us when we have God's heart and we're serving others like we, we love others like we love ourselves. Your God will, will walk before you. The glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. He will protect you. The Lord will call to the, you will call to the Lord and he'll answer. You'll cry out to the Lord and he'll say, here I am. I don't know about you, but I think we all want that, don't we? And this isn't I'm fasting to get something. This is just the reality of who God is. This is just who he is. Jesus took his stripes. He took the stripes for you and for me. Look, healing may be physical, but it also may be spiritual, may be emotional. But anytime we look to God, he's doing something in us. He sees something that we don't. Maybe it's in us. Maybe it's in our relatives. Maybe it's in uh, somebody that's struggling. Maybe he's homeless. Maybe he's just broken. And maybe he just needs a hug. Kids, maybe you're going to go to school. This is what I love. Maybe God's going to say, hey, I want you to look for that person. You're going to see somebody in school. And you're going to know when you see them that they're hurting or they're crying or they're upset. And I just want you to encourage them. I want you to give them a hug. I just want you to say, hey, is there something I could do to help you today? God can use you kids right now right here. You're a leader today. You don't have to wait till you're an adult to be a leader. You are a leader today. Amen. And fasting helps you see with a different perspective. Second is praying. What is praying, kids? Talking, talking to God. What's praying? What else? You're not a kid. Shh. Big kid, big kid, sorry. What is praying? What is it? Is it Holding your hands real tight? What is it? Talking to God. Hey, let me ask you this. Can you talk to God with your eyes open? You can? One eye open? Both closed? Can you talk to him at school? That was awesome. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Adults, can you talk to him at work? Yes. Look, it doesn't matter what anybody says. You can talk to God wherever you are, whenever you want. Amen. Look, people may say you can't pray at school, but you can pray at school. God says you can pray anywhere at any time. Amen. Jesus says, look, you can go into a closet, but why does he say go into a closet and pray? Because just to get the distraction away. Why do we close our eyes and pray? Is it holier when your eyes are open or when they're closed? Neither. Neither. But we close our eyes, kids, sometimes because here's what happens sometimes when I'm out to eat with people and they have kids or I have kids, right? We're praying and I'll open my eyes and here's what I see. 
right? Or they're poking their sister or their brother, right? So we close our eyes. We close our eyes so we can focus on Jesus and not on me or you. And look, don't let the adults fool you. They've done it too, all right? Don't let them fool you. But praying, praying is talking to God. And adults, listen, you don't have to make this so complex. It's you talk to God in your own natural heart and voice. You don't need special spiritual words. You don't need to pray like Susie does or Billy does or Uncle Bob. You pray in a way that is good for you. You talk to God. You share your cares. You share your needs. Look, kids, you be you. As a child, you ask God, look, you're going to have needs. Here's a verse for you. I could give you a whole bunch of verses, but I'm just going to give you one, and I'm going to keep it real simple and real powerful. Philippians 4, 6 and 7. It says, do not worry about anything, but pray and ask God for everything you need. And when you pray, always give thanks. And God's peace will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. The peace that God gives is so great that we, we cannot understand it. And let me give you a great visual, and I'll close with this. Kids, if you see mom and dad worrying or stressed, if you take anything away from this message, you go to them and say, Mom, Dad, maybe we can pray. Because when we're worried or we're anxious or we're worried about something, the Bible says that we can pray and God will bring peace. And parents, same for you. If your kids... If they've got a test or they've got something coming up or maybe they've got a friend that they're, they're conflicting with and it's not going well. Look, there's a whole bunch of reasons why we worry, isn't there? But now we can go home and if we see it, if we see it in our, whether you're an adult or a child, if we see it, we can just say, hey, why don't we just pray? Because God cares and he wants to know what, our, what we're anxious about. He wants to know why we're worried and we can go to God and we can pray, and God brings peace that we just don't understand. Do you think Moses, when everyone was trying to get him, do you think that he knew if he put that staff in the water that the sea would split? No. He walked up to that water, and he said, God, why? You brought me here to kill me. That's what Moses said, and that's what we say when we're worried and anxious sometimes. God, why? This is a mess. What's wrong? But listen, the main difference between what happened next in Moses' life and what happens next in our life is is we have to listen to God. Because it was God that said, Moses, put your staff in the water. And do you think Moses knew what was going to happen? All he had to do was obey and put the staff in the water, and the water went Look, I understand that you're probably not going to be carrying a staff very often. It's not going to be the same. But God is the same. And whatever you're worried about, God may just say, hey, I need you to do this and watch and see what will happen. Do you see it? Fasting is so important. It's not old school. It's heaven school. It's always good for you. Prayer, it's not old school. It's not uncool. It's heaven school and it's always good for you. And it brings a peace that you can't understand. And so next time you're worrying, kids, next time you got a big test, next time you got a big ba- you know, basketball game, baseball game, and you, you really want to do well, instead of stressing yourself out, God, I'm giving myself to you. Why don't you stand to your feet? I want to pray with you today.
Kids, thank you for hanging with me. You did a great job. Give them a big round of applause, guys. Thank you. Thank you. And for five simple payments of $9.99, you can have this. Actually, I'll lease it to you for 18 months. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you so much for this church. I thank you for every person. Lord, thank you for these baptisms for, for Jay and for Cliff. And Lord, I, I know there's others that want to be baptized even right after the service. Jesus, thank you for saving us. Jesus, thank you for giving your life for us. Thank you, Lord, as we just celebrated Christmas. Thank you for leaving heaven and coming. And not just coming to come, but coming to save, coming to bring healing, coming to restore, coming to rebuild. Lord, coming so we can have a relationship. There's no more, the Holy of Holies, the temple's right here. It's in us. So God, we can talk to you, we can know you, we can love you. Lord, I just pray for every kid in this room. Lord, I pray you would more than bless them, Lord, that you would... God, show them how much you have for them. Show them what you see in their lives. Show them that they're special. Show them that they're a man or a woman after God. Show them that right now, right here, today, the last Sunday in 2019, you're showing them that they are gonna be the greatest leader for the kingdom of God. That you have tremendous purpose for them, a purpose to prosper them and to bless them, Lord, and to do great things for the kingdom. And for the adults, I pray the same. It's all about you. And Lord, we're asking, Lord, we take this, this next week from now to January. We say, God, we're looking to you. We want your heart. And so, Lord, if you want me to fast, Lord, show me that. But Lord, more than anything, I just want to know your heart and your will. Not my will, but yours. In Jesus' mighty name, everyone said, amen. amen. We're going to have some prayer teams up here if you want prayer. Kids, if you want prayer, families, if you want prayer, we're here to pray for you. We believe in prayer. It is everything to us. And so if you want to pray, we'd love to have you. Uh, there's resources out on the table. If you don't know how to pray, there's a great resource using the Lord's Prayer as a guide to help you pray. Let's worship one final time, and Manny will dismiss us here shortly.